Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. A very good afternoon. My name is Willie King. Um, stocks climbed today while the dollar declined amid a positive sentiment from China's rollback of COVID isolation measures and the cooling of a key inflation gauge in the US. So this has been a great driver of Asian markets. You have seen Chinese, Japanese and South Korean shares rose. And at the same time, commodity prices also are up. We see oil prices have Search so is the iron ore and the offshore yen, which yuan, which has added to its advance overnight on China's announcement on quarantine. So there's so a lot of data coming out on China, and I've invited Swante Kin, head of research of UOB, to come onto the show to share with us more about the easy the easing China COVID policy and what's the impact for next year. A very good afternoon, Te Kin. How are you? Good, uh, really. Thank you so much for having me here yep. on your show. <laughs> How's your Christmas? Yeah. Uh, had a good Christmas, a good break, and I hope you had a good Christmas too. Yeah, I mean, this came on, you know, after the break, we are, we are, we are seeing China right now right. Um, talking about the headlines and the news on how they are easing COVID policy. And you have also just written a report on um, on, mm-hmm. on China's recent conference. I mean, can you share yeah. with us more about what actually went on um, during mm-hmm. the Central Economic Work Conference, which was held earlier this month um, and also mm-hmm. leading to their easing policy? Right. I think in the, in this report, uh, thanks uh, really for bringing this up. I already forgotten about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a month, uh, a while ago already and with all the holidays. Uh, but anyway, uh, so this uh, conference uh, is very important because every year uh, China will hold this uh, Central Economic Group Conference uh, around uh, December, setting the stage for uh, uh, setting the objectives and also targets for the following year. Mm. So this time around, uh, for the China, uh, the Central Economic Work Conference, uh, I think the main, uh, the couple of main points uh, during this uh, in this conference, one is to uh, boost, uh, to boost, uh, bolster uh, confidence of the uh, of the country. Mm. Right? I think the people have been, uh, I think, uh, kind of uh, unsettled by the recent developments, and the conference was uh, uh, came in time. You know, to uh, to bolster our confidence because of all this development over COVID, as well as the property market. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some measures coming out. And second thing um, to note from this conference was that um, domestic demand is the key driver for China's economic growth for next year. Mm. So that's very important, domestic demand, which means that we are already foreseeing you know, all this talk about recession. I'm sure you hear a lot of, about this, right? Recession in. Uh, in the uh, in the US and uh, Europe that might be coming, yep. and we are already seeing. I think some uh, regional countries in China as well. Export demand has been coming off in Singapore. Our NoDax, you know, has been uh, contracting for two months, mm-hmm. and all these uh, developments mean that uh, China for next year will be uh, putting more emphasis on uh, uh, on uh, these uh, on uh, domestic demand consu- uh, consumption. Uh, that means uh, personal spending mm. and also uh, corporate uh, investment as well. Mm. So these are for next year, uh, really. Mm. So one is the domestic demand and one of, one of which is also corporate investment. So these are right. ba- the, the main drivers. So how, how mm. is this different from mm. what it was you know, last mm-hmm. year in 2021? Are there any differences um, in the mm. messaging which they have sent out to the markets? Mm. Sure. Yeah, I think for the past two years, uh, after the uh, COVID, after the pandemic uh, hit China in or the world rather in 2020, actually for most part of the Asia, particularly in Asia, we have uh, enjoyed quite uh, uh, quite strong uh, external demand. 
Mm-hmm. Right? That means our exports have been uh, performing very well. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to worry so much about uh, spending, etc., domestic spending. Uh, for the past two years, you know, 20 over months, for example, in Singapore, mm-hmm. our Nodex has been growing. Uh, non-oil domestic exports has been expanding for 22 months. Mm-hmm. And until we hit the two negative months in uh, this uh, past two months, right? We had uh, two negative uh, contraction consecutively. Mm. We had a good run. And so, so did uh, many countries, uh, you know, enjoying a good run for the past two years. So now the, uh, the focus will have to switch away uh, uh, more towards the domestic demand, even for Singapore uh, itself, right? Uh, I think the services spending, the services uh, sector will play a more prominent role uh, going to next year. And so is uh, China. I think the domestic side of the story will be uh, more prominent uh, compared to the past two years where you had the, the export engine has been running, manufacturing engine has been running uh, quite uh, strongly. Uh, but I think the story is going to sh- switch a bit uh, over the next uh, 12 months or so, uh, really. Mm. So China is basically doing, is, is adjusting some of its levers. Mm-hmm. So it is sort of slowing down the levers on its export and manufacturing, but at the same time, right. it's right now pulling the levers on private mm. private demand, right? So trying to spur more right. um, uh, private consumption, domestic consumption within the economy mm-hmm. itself. Right. So based on this, this narrative here, which we are also hearing um, from China, how are we seeing or what can we expect mm-hmm. um, from the upcoming conference next year in March, um, somewhere in March 2023? Right. So for uh, so this conference, the Central Economic Work, Con- uh, uh, Work Conference, CEWC, will start the stage and also the target objectives uh, to be imp- implemented uh, next year in March where, uh, the, uh, where China will hold its uh, um, once a year or annual uh, parliamentary session mm-hmm. or National People's Congress, they call it. Uh, sometime in March, uh, around March. So normally it's a one-week affair. Mm-hmm. But the beginning of the uh, session, the opening and the ending uh, is the more uh, the more uh, interesting <laughs> parts of the NPC. Uh, so we just have to focus on that. But anyway, for this um, session, the NPC, they will start to uh, implement and also set the objectives mm. right, uh, or publicize the objectives or the targets for the year. For example, mm. you know, we share about, uh, for instance, last year, during the March uh, 2021, mm. uh, 2022, uh, these are past uh, 2022, uh, March NBC, they say that, oh, our uh, growth target would be 5.5%. Mm-hmm. So throughout the year, we knew, you know, as we went into the year, we knew that it's not going to be met uh, this year, right? 55 I think many uh, uh, many banks and also uh, multinational, multilateral agencies have been downgrading. Uh, for this year's uh, target from 5.5 all the way down to, I think, maybe this year, 3 point something percent for mm-hmm. the whole year of 2022. So for the 2023, the NPC is going to set some sort of target. I think most likely it's going to be set around uh, 5% or so, which was already kind of uh, publicized, I think, a, a week ago in the Politburo, uh, a month ago in the Politburo uh, meeting. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think next year, we should expect some sort of growth target to be set, uh, which I think is going to be around uh, 5%, plus also other things. For example, for the property sector, what sort of measures are they going to uh, further implement? Uh, what sort of taxes or fees changes uh, for companies that they're going to be enjoying uh, lower taxes, lower fees, uh, uh, reductions and also where are the uh, uh, where are the government uh, investments or spending going to be in which uh, particular area which we think which I think is likely to be in the manufacturing uh, sector some of the high precision uh, semiconductor related uh, mm. areas they probably will implement that uh, really 
Mm. I mean, it seems like it's um, pretty good news and it's, it seems like a, an mm-hmm. optimistic story here for China going forward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as an investor myself, you know, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always asking this question then, is it a good right. time taking to position ourselves for Chinese stocks here? Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, in terms of the stock investment, I think you are the expert, so you probably <laughs> have a better idea. But what I do want to caution, for example, today, uh, I, you reported just now, you know, uh, the uh, Asian markets have been uh, performing very well. Uh, for the Shanghai is close to 1%, Shenzhen is close to nine, uh, mm. 0.9% performance, you know, positive reaction mm. to all these uh, announcements, right? Uh, the cutting back on uh, quarantine uh, requirements are going to, uh, uh, going to China or visitors going to China. But I do want to caution, I think we are going to see some uh, pretty bad numbers coming out from China for mm. a while in terms of the infections, just like we had in Singapore, mm. right? Remember, I think before we, we reopened in, uh, before we opened up in uh, April, I think we had the days where our infection numbers were in the tens of thousands. In the, I think close to 20,000, there was one day. Yeah. It was pretty scary just days before uh, the opening. But mm. the government went ahead, which uh, turned out to be a good decision. I think for China, we are going to see similar uh, uh, numbers as well, especially uh, going to the Chinese New Year. Mm. Right, a lot of traveling, you know, a lot of uh, mingling, etc. Going back to the home, going back to hometowns and so and all that. So it's not going to be a straightforward uh, sort of uh, development or, or, or happening. I think we're going to be uh, we have to be ready for some disappointments as well. You mm. know, where infections and the hospitals resources are being squeezed and also uh, being depleted, etc. So we do have to watch out for those uh, uh, for those things. Mm. I see. Yeah. So, like what you said, this reopening up in China, um, in, in the economy, there's, there's also that potential infection rate which could actually spike up. Mm-hmm. There's, there's one right. thing which is on my mind for China here. Um, you did briefly mention about the property sector. So, how, mm-hmm. how would this opening up of the, the economy and mm-hmm. some of the policies which they are actually changing, how would this actually affect China's mm-hmm. property market at the moment? Do you see an, a, a recovery from here? Right, I think uh, I think we prob- probably hit some uh, already. Uh, I think the worst point already, if I may say so, uh, for the property market. Uh, okay, uh, I think the ch- in uh, various cities, some of these cities they really lack the uh, hot, uh, property purchases for the second property, for example. Right, so I think that uh, should help uh, to at least stabilize the um, sentiment. And also, I think the um, government has given instructions to banks. Uh, mm. to support, uh, for example, some of these uncompleted projects that you, you heard about, you know, protests going on uh, a couple of months back. Mm-hmm. I think some of the some of these projects, the government has already instructed the banks to um, provide uh, financing for the project to, 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 com- to be completed. So I think these are uh, developments. I think probably will uh, vote well for uh, the property market. Mm. But whether it's going to, is it going to uh, search um, to the previous levels, I think it still remains to be seen because right now, I think China, for example, this year, I think the growth rate is not going to be fantastic. That means unemployment mm. and also income growth is not going to be uh, very uh, very optimistic optimistic for this year. Mm. So that means your confidence level not going to be very high for some, for example, the youngsters to uh, purchase a property for their for you know for the family, etc. So that is going to take some time. Uh, for the recovery to, to set in. But at least I think we probably hit the, the bottom in terms of the property market mm. already for, for China. 
Okay. I have here with me Swan Taekin, Head of Research UOB. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show to talk about China and its easing COVID policy. Thank you so much, Taekin. Thanks, uh, really, for having me here. And uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, to you too. And all the best. Yep. <laughs> you too. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.